0: Hi, I'm Kyle. And I'm Trevor. And welcome to Catching Up on Cinema. Uh, if you're not familiar with the program, Catching Up on Cinema is a movie review podcast wherein Kyle and I take turns introducing each other to films. Uh, and in this way, we help each other to catch up on our cinema. Uh, today, though, we're going to be doing something a little different. Uh, we have a monthly program on the show that we call Catching Up on Blu ray. Um, Basically, what that means is we're going to be taking a look at the upcoming releases for the calendar month, this being October, uh, Year of Our Lord, 2019, Uh, and we just take a look at what's coming out to physical media and uh, say a little something about anything that catches our eye. So uh, if you're not familiar with how uh, physical media releases work, um, generally movies come out on Tuesdays. Mm -hmm. Uh, So the first calendar date in which we have physical media releases in October is Fittingly enough, uh, October first. Yeah. Um. And holy shit, it was a big fucking
1: week. This a, I mean, this is the this is a good time to be dropping Blu-rays because this is Halloween time. Like, we're, not only that, we're
0: only, you know, a couple months away from Christmas
1: time. Yes. Yes. Uh, I mean, like you're back in like we're done with outside, especially in Seattle. We're inside now. Let's let's stay inside and watch some movies, which is exactly what I'm gonna do tonight. Um, I'm not sure which one of these movies I'm going to end up watching, though. <laughs> uh, but yeah, go, go ahead and get us started here.
0: Uh, so yeah, the first major release we have is, of course, uh, Spider-Man Far From Home. Haven't uh, seen it. Don't I haven't either. I have it on my shelf over there. Nope. I already purchased this one probably the day it came out, but I've been a little busy. Haven't gotten around to it. In fact, I haven't even gotten around to rewatching John Wick 3, which is Ooh, kind of sad. That's actually it's, really sad. It's been like a month since that,
1: since that came out. I really but, want to watch that knife scene again.
0: Um, but yeah, uh, Spider-Man Far From Home, of course, came out. In 2019, So this is a brand new release. Uh, Jake Gyllenhaal as Mysterio, uh, a beloved character from the comics. Um, although from the trailers, I have no fucking clue what's going on in this movie. Because um, me having some background with the comic books, uh, having grown up reading Marvel comics and stuff, my instinct, my gut tells me, oh, all this business with these like fire elementals and shit it's all hooey yeah because i mean fucking characters named mysterio yeah you don't have to know much about him to know that he might be a huckster <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: a rapscallion <laughs> yeah
0: and jake gyllenhaal is a very talented performer i'm sure um, what i'm saying is there's a twist yeah i don't know what it is but i'm assuming it's there yeah um did you see spider-man homecoming
1: i haven't seen any spider-man movie past spider-man 3
0: Okay, so you haven't seen Andrew Garfield Amazing no. Spider-Man movies care less. I mean, I I grew up liking Spider-Man. The the 90s cartoon was amazing. Um the animation, however, was not. <laughs> uh the voice acting was on point. Uh they did a really really good job of covering a wide swath of like all the major stories from the comics. They even got to Carnage at one point, and they even got to like the multiverse, like the Spider-Verse in that cartoon. Um and that was all good. It's just I wish the animation was better.
1: <laughs> yeah, my DC. I'm sorry. Um, uh, Marvel's a little too bright and poppy for me. I'm more of a DC. I like a darker, grittier Batman. Um, so. Well,
0: I mean, that's only one one aspect of DC Comics. Actually,
1: DC Comics tend to be brighter. S- Superman. That's um, what I'm you you like the Bat Family? I like the Bat Family. Um, the, the Bat, Bat family, family with yeah yeah.
0: yeah. I, I do too for the most part. Um, I like I really liked Green Lantern for a while there i like me some superman uh however the justice league i could not care less Ugh. about uh justice league
1: is aquaman was a lot of fun
0: aquaman was fun
1: i had a lot of aquaman
0: was a good time in fact I, it's funny i saw that movie like i i projected onto it for sure um but it has james wan in the director's chair mm-hmm. um asian guy um then we have jason momoa Very Hawaiian guy. He's a Hapa guy. He's from Hawaii. (laughs) No. No. (laughs) And what's funny though is he's supposed to be from Atlantis. Yeah. Which is not the same ocean. (laughs) Um, Atlantis. But but I kind of (laughs) maybe in the Atlantic Atlantic Ocean. Ocean. (laughs) But what was funny about like when that movie was coming out is I couldn't help but project. It's like, oh, this is like the Hapa superhero movie. I was like, "Oh, he's from two different worlds. He's trying to find his place in the, in the middle." I was like, "I, I can, relate can relate to this." And then I watched it, and I was like, "This is trashy horse shit, but I kind of like it." <laughs> 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 but yeah, uh, Spider-Man Far From Home, I had zero hype for um I mean, I own it, so obviously I I'm I'm, in, I'm a Marvel Shill, <laughs> like, yeah. like a, I'm a mark for Marvel, but um Homecoming, I didn't I didn't care for that much. Michael Keaton was pretty fucking cool in it um but other than that like yeah tom holland's charismatic he's he's a good spider-man but i i I just can't get hype about teenagers man i'm too old for this shit so we'll see if it's good i'll let you know um but beside that we have a movie that's probably more important to you
1: yeah i just rewatched it two days ago uh the shining 1980 on 4k release uh I would definitely own this on Blu-ray. I don't know what makes 4K better than Blu-ray. I just haven't seen a movie in for k It's 4K.
0: resolution, so the image quality is it's better. <laughs> so yeah,
1: I mean, I'm not gonna buy it on 4K. I would definitely buy The Shining on Blu-ray. Um, but yeah, you should buy this. You should just get this. You should get the 4K. Well, I should buy you a 4K
0: television yeah. with the money I don't have. Yeah, <laughs> and then buy you The Shining and
1: 2001. Because apparently that disc on 4K is amazing. Yeah, I'll I'll start smoking weed again to watch that. Uh, We have the Adams Family two-movie collection, which you already own. Yeah, I
0: I already picked that up. Again, probably the day it came out. Um, I mean, it's fucking October. It's time. It's time. It's time. And I'm sorry, but (sighs) Raul Julia as Gomez. Just great. Like, that's childhood. Like, summed up. him. It was like him and Jeff Goldblum, like, as a kid, it's just like, yep. Those are my heroes. <laughs> and to a lesser extent, Indiana Jones and Han Solo um, and probably a half dozen other dudes. But yeah, him in the Adams family. And there's a reason I have a M. Bison poster yeah. uh, of of the Raul, Raul Julia version of the character up on my wall, because Gomez was amazing. Yeah. Like every every line of dialogue I have was just like crystallized in my brain. Um, I rewatched both of them just the other day. Uh values adam's family values is not as good as the first one christopher lloyd annoys the shit out of me in that movie he huh? is mugging the fuck out of that role hmm. he's chewing all the scenery and in the most annoying way it just feels like he needs to be reeled the fuck back because i like christopher lloyd a no. lot but he's just doing stuff that just doesn't work for me also i noticed like i noticed this before but on on 1080p like in hd it's it jumps out at you a lot more um, the lighting and the makeup, and the makeup in particular, really bothered me in Adam's Family Values. It has so much less love and care put into it. Um, it was
1: supposed to be seen on. It was it was filmed for VHS. Well, like.
0: it's it's not that though. It's it's just a a level of care that's just not there. Hmm. Um, the the makeup isn't as complete. You can see the lines on Morticia's wig, like on the top of her her forehead, like uh her eye light is there in every shot though i I love that you have to have that but she's not like ghostly pale anymore everyone is made up to look friendlier like lurch you remember he's like gray. in adam's family values he has a a more human power i don't like that at all and like like i don't know if the color grading's fucked or whatever but uh raul julia's tongue looks orange (laughs) christopher lloyd looks even worse because like his his white skin on top of like his bright red tongue looks really weird Did well, didn't Raul Julia have cancer at this point? maybe because um, have... I think 94 was Street Fighter and that's he when it was really, away, that yeah. was like when it was really bad but yeah just it's just not as lovingly put together the shots I think are the worst part of it though because the first one Barry Sonnenfeld is famous I think for being like the cinematographer for the Cohen brothers mm-hmm. um, which is probably how he got the Adams family gig. And, like, every shot in that first movie is highly coordinated and specialized. Like, it, it, it sticks with you because it's unique. As Family Values is shot very conventionally for the most part, and it's kind of boring to look at.
1: I almost said something really stupid. Uh <laughs> I was about to say, I'm like, I feel like the cancer probably took away from Raul Julia's performance, and he probably wasn't as like over the top and high energy. But then I remembered the uh, Satan was cast out of heaven <laughs> like lightning, and I beheld Satan <laughs> as he fell from heaven. And I'm like, yeah, I'm <laughs> like wrong. Lightning. But, like lightning, cancer couldn't keep him down.
0: Oh but. yeah, um, did you ever hear the story of uh, Yusaku Matsuda on a uh, Black Rain he had gallbladder cancer Mm. it was a Ridley Scott movie though and this is a Japanese actor who you know had a storied career worked with some of the the highest level Japanese directors he's an awesome fucking dude like amazing actor Um, but yeah he had gallbladder cancer and he's working on this big fucking budget Ridley Scott movie in Japan and he committed to the role and he ended up dying very similarly to Raul Julia but I guess he was just in agony like mm. on the set but he I don't know he probably shouldn't have done that because the movie didn't end up amazing by any means in fact it's like Ridley Scott has a lot of bad things to say about it um, in particular filming in Japan he hated because uh, they were very restrictive I can like, see that. like they there was a lot of red tape uh, so it's very, it's very unlikely he'll be going back there to make movies anytime soon, <laughs> which is unfortunate.
1: Also, we should mention that at the top here, uh, I feel like this is a a common thing. Um, it seems like every month, it's just more and more re-releases of Marvel.
0: Yeah, it used to be. Um, we've been doing this this monthly uh, catching up on Blu-ray episode uh, since we started the show, and uh, it used to be a a a, a was it not canon film (laughs) Um, hammer hammer films hammer Uh, Hammer horror movies would always get re-releases nowadays though in the past several months it's been marvel movies just marvel Marvel and disney movies yeah which are the same Same thing (laughs) um so now we have like all the the first and second generation marvel movies getting reprinted on 4k in the hopes that you know those hapless collectors out there will, will snatch them up uh, I'm not about to repurchase any of the Marvel movies. there there are plenty of them that I, I own on Blu-ray that i'm I'm not about to upgrade. there's I see no point. No point. especially since most uh, Marvel movies actually from a visual standpoint, uh, at least in terms of image fidelity, not amazing. yeah it, it, uh, they're
1: movie theater movies, guys. This is you just go to the theater to see them. That's the experience.
0: yeah, but we have we have a four k release though that uh, yeah. I feel is worth pointing out yeah. Uh, Gremlins! Gremlins! From 1984. The yeah. first Gremlins. Uh, which I think is the lesser Gremlins, but that's open to opinion. You know? yeah, it's, <laughs> it's fine. Open to interpretation. Uh, I really love Gremlins. Gremlins is good times, it's man. It's fine. I rewatched the second one way more than the first one, but mostly because the first one has a slightly confused tone. It gets very playful, but at the same time, it gets pitch fucking black. Yeah, it gets dark. Like yeah. that kitchen sequence with mom.
1: Yeah. Oof!
0: As a kid, that's rough. That's it, brutal.
1: Yeah, it was just kind of silly, and I can't not see uh, Back to the Future, where because it was filmed on like, the exact same lot in the exact same area. Oh, yeah. So I can't yeah. not see Back yeah, to the Future. The,
0: the universal back lot or whatever, yeah. it's,
1: it's definitely apparent. <laughs> um, Pan's Labyrinth. Um, I don't know if you've seen I haven't seen it yet. It's been the Guillermo movie I found on the back burner because I want to watch it with my girlfriend, but she hates reading subtitles in movies, so it's been a long time coming. I still haven't gotten to it. Oh,
0: I, I saw it a long time ago. Uh, probably like a year or two after it came out. Yeah. Um, it's very good. I've heard it's very it's good. It's very good. Um, I think, of... think you would really like it. Yeah. It has everything that you like about Guillermo movies. And it's... More than that, it's 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 his. Like, it's his baby. Yeah. Like, it has his fingerprints all over it. It has miniatures. It has puppets. It has lovely makeup effects. Also,
1: it's fucking brutal. That's what I've heard. It's, it's rough. Um... Zombieland, re-release, of course. That's a lot of fun. You still haven't seen that.
0: I haven't, and did you know there's a sequel that's coming up? Yes, very I'm short. very excited about uh, that. I Zombieland love... Double Tap.
1: Woody Harrelson is awesome in that movie. I, I, I'm i just a huge Woody, Woody Harrelson fan. I think he's fucking hilarious. I think he can play really dramatic roles really well. But this is a role where he's funny but at the same time he brings he brings some pain to the character like he brings like some actual drama to the character and I think it, it's really good. He's uh, good at that. He's he's he, very good he's at that. He's very good. Chernobyl uh I want to see that. It's actually. so good. Yeah. I've seen I've seen it two okay. times now. It's it's just That's phenomenal. an uh,
0: HBO series, correct?
1: HBO series. It has uh, the main main people are uh blah, 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 blah. oh my god. Dad is in Red Desert. I can't think of his I I'm, I'm having I'm blanking on names here. Um, I'm watching Mad Men, too. He's in there. Ah, Jared Harris. Good God. Uh, Jared Harris and Stellan Skarsgård is the other big one. Um, Emily Watson is in there, and she's actually, uh, without giving anything away, she's not a, she's not playing an actual person. She's representing the team of people that they had working on this. Okay. So she she brings a, a – I was like, who is this woman? Why are we I not mean, talking about you, her? You have to do that for a narrative like to, to
0: construct a proper narrative, every once in a while you need to create like a, a pastiche character who's like multiple people merged yeah. into one well, just,
1: just for storytelling efficiency. I I don't what, have a problem with that. I don't have a problem with That's who like Jonah Hill plays in Wolf of Wall Street. Yeah. Uh, but for this particular case, because this is, you know, um, historical, I thought that this was a real person. And then I was like, oh, she's not actually a real person. And I'm like, because she would have been like. This would have been the person that the series would have been focused around, but she's not a real person. Okay. Uh, frozen – who could care? It's probably
0: like the fourth or fifth time it's come out in the past five
1: years. We do have some. Uh, what What is this? What is this label here? You always oh, have arrow. Arrow, an arrow release that looks pretty. I like the cover. Uh, it's called The Prey from nineteen eighty.
0: I'm not familiar with this I, film. I
1: think I have this um, saved as one of my watch later's. Uh, it, like it's supposed to be like a little slasher. Yeah.
0: You want to read the plot summary? Yeah,
1: So six campers jump off. Jaunt off to North Point, where, they promptly, where they're promptly stalked and killed by a ghoulish man who ultimately is just looking for a little love. <laughs> not, actually. That sounds a little weird.
0: Uh, it's it's uh, Let's see if there's anyone. No, I know no one in no. the cast. Edwin Brown is not a director that jumps out at me, but it's an Arrow release, so I'm anticipating trashiness. Uh, it is interesting that it says one movie, three cuts, which yeah. suggests that it was censored in certain regions. Uh, which, I'm a sucker for multiple cuts of movies, but uh, yeah, the cover art is very striking.
1: Um, Rutger Hauer film called Dead Wanted Dead Are Alive since he passed away, where I guess we're trying to cash yeah, in on his the, old the stuff. Yeah, the Hauer estate is trying yeah. to, <laughs> to cash in which on that. terrible. I almost watched a movie with him. Uh, I think I might have talked to you about it. I can't think of the name. It's on my prime right now, but I watched the trailer. I put it on my watch list to watch, and I'm like, "This looks kind of cool. This sounds, this is cool description." The one with the alien? <laughs> Something like that, yeah. and then I like watch the trailer. I'm like, "Oh man, okay, that's a different vibe than I was expecting." But I think I'm still gonna watch it. I need to rewatch. I think it's called
0: a Blind Fury. Uh, hang on, one sec. I wanted to point out the Doom Patrol. Oh, okay. That's that's one of those Warner Brothers. DC uh, series. Uh, I've mentioned this on the show before, but apparently, there's a. a a Warner Brothers uh, app you can download. It's nothing but uh, DC Comics superhero shows, and there's tons of them, and they've just been cranking this shit out for like the past several years completely under the radar. I had no idea they were doing this, but apparently there are many, many, many shows about DC Comics. Um, And the Doom Patrol, though. uh, Doom Patrol is one of those comics that I didn't really read. um, I think... I think grant morrison did a lot of work with them he's a funky scotsman that uh he likes he likes uh embracing the goofier side of comics and that's mm-hmm. perfect for these characters because they're a bunch of misfits they're they're kind of a sub answer to the guardians of the galaxy in, in uh-huh. that in tone not not in practice but in tone uh, but fun fact brendan fraser Uh, people ask what happened to him he does the voice of robot man Ooh! and i'm sorry but that makes my ears perk up i'm like hmm really i want to see brendan fraser voice a robot who's notorious for being like one of the more funny characters in dc comics and also they have fun abilities and they've they've crossed over into dc comics that i i did read religiously like secret six uh, was one of my favorite comics and they had a crossover with doom patrol and i got a taste for the characters and I don't see myself watching this series, but again, Brandon Fraser voicing a robot man with a sense of humor. I kind of want to know what that's like. Yeah, right? Um, But moving on down here, uh, Uh. we have a Roger Moore movie called...
1: Float it looks folks? Welsh. It looks like uh, Welsh something.
0: I'm sorry, but the title is F F O L K E S. I want to say folks. Uh, it's from 1980. It has the it has the look of a Bond movie, but clearly it's not.
1: Or Dan, I, don't know, I think. That, uh, North. What did it say? Sorry, it said. Is it Danish? Or I think it's Danish. I just saw North Sea. North, North Sea, sea hijack. hijack. I think it's a Danish. Yeah.
0: Uh. It doesn't look amazing, no. but I like Roger Moore. He's I like re- he's relentlessly. Different. I like a
1: good seafaring <laughs> film, though. That looks like it might be kind of fun.
0: It looks like it takes place on like an oil rig or something. Oh, fuck that. I'll just um, watch
1: Armageddon.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, Besides that, we have Itsy Bitsy, which yeah, it I'm guessing stupid. is a spider movie. No, nope. uh, I don't.
1: I'm sorry. I realized I don't like movies that take, um, like like them. We take something very small and blow it up, and now it has to be scary. Spider. No, uh. not doing that.
0: Yeah, and I, I get that. Eight-Legged Freaks was not as bad as you would expect. Oh yeah. Tom Noonan's in there. <laughs> and Andrew Garfield. And baby Scarlett Johansson. Which was weird. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, Scar- <laughs> like seeing uh, Andrew Garfield in a Spider movie grow, then, up, <laughs> <be> <laughs> grow up to be Spider-Man, it, that is kind of a funny little factoid. But this one jumped yeah, out at
1: me. That did too. Uh, Doom Annihilation. 2019. I haven't seen the... Was it like 2008, dude? The rock one? I've seen pieces of it, but I never watched it. Uh, my brother was probably watching it. I was just like, yeah, I'm not watching that.
0: It's uh, it's weird, actually, because it turns into a martial arts movie in the last 10 minutes, um, and then it has that famous first-person action sequence, which is uh. almost entirely CGI. Um, at the time in the theater, it was actually kind of cool. It's too short, um, but the, the build-up to all the action feels very out of character for doom and it needs to be said that movie came out uh, in the wake of doom three which is a radically different game from the you know doom one and two which are you know run and gun just kill everything as fast as you can with fucking metallica inspired like eight bit metal going. (laughs) You know, like it's that kind of experience. Whereas Doom Three is very slow and labored and the movie kinda had that feel to it where it's like you're just waiting. Like it's a it's like a riff on aliens for the first half where it's just a bunch of guys ducking into like, blood-splattered rooms and with flashlights, like, looking for the monsters. Gotcha. And it's like, it, when is it going to doom the fuck out? <laughs> and it doesn't happen until, like, doom. the last... Yeah, where's the doom? <laughs> <Dude>. <laughs> and it doesn't happen until, like, the last 20 minutes. I have seen reviews for this. I watched a video review for Doom Annihilation. It looks cheap and bad. Uh, Yeah, that's all I got to say about that. Mm. This one, I almost bought. Really? I almost bought this shit, because, like... So you're, you're a mark, you say, for Woody Harrelson. Yeah. I'm a mark for Marvel and apparently Superman dying. Because <laughs> um, I, I like seeing Superman die. It was like the biggest comic event maybe of all time. Um, it got both my brother and I to start reading superhero comics. Oh. Because in I think it was 1993. Uh, it was in the headlines. It was in like the New York Times. It was everywhere. It was on TV. Superman died. And you know, as a kid, you're like, Superman died? How did he die? It's like, and my, I remember like almost verbatim. My brother was like, Yeah, some guy came up and punched him. And I was like, What? Like, <laughs> I gotta know. And I, I don't know if we had. I don't think we had the superman dying comic but my brother got like a subscription to dc comics mm. and we got all the comics in the wake of superman dying and mm-hmm. I, I ate that shit up i don't think he cared as much but i read his shit gotcha that's like the story of my life everything he does i do twice as hard <laughs> like <laughs> i just follow i just follow his lead and go hard um but yeah this is a the death and return of superman again warner brothers in dc uh, it's an animated film, which tells me that's probably on the stupider side. Probably. It's probably more about punching than anything else. Um, they actually did this uh, in like 2008. Uh, that was the first DC... Not the, the very first, but the first like straight-to-video DC animated movie that Warner Brothers put out. It was just The Death of Superman. And I bought that. I watched it. It's not good. Mm. <laughs> um, but I'm curious if this is more faithful to the source material because that first swing they took was not. Like, that was some other shit. Some other crazy horse shit. Um, but yeah, the death and return of Superman combines both the death event of Superman and the wake of his death. And I'm sorry, I'm just curious. Like, I know it's gonna be bad, but I'm like, I got to know. Kind of like. <laughs> so, moving on though, Kyle. Anything else jumping out here?
1: No, it looks like they got the the Hitchcock collection. If you're into Hitchcock, I'm assuming you already have all these movies, so there's no real need for it. i uh, never been a big Hitchcock Hitchcock. Guy. I mean it's
0: shocking to me.
1: I, he just I uh, I I think if you like film, you
0: like him on some level. I'm gonna because say like he was an innovator. It's like his movies yeah. have like a timeless quality to them.
1: They don't have a rewatchability for me, if that makes any sense. I'm not saying that I think he's a bad filmmaker, that'd be pretty dumb to yeah. say. <laughs> but I Stanley Kubrick, like even his older films are more rewatchable for me just because of his style like, I just like his style and I can see his style um Hitchcock just he didn't make a big impression on me but maybe if I had seen Hitchcock first before Kubrick maybe he would have made more of an impression I, don't I know. think
0: the I think there's a like a timing thing like movies from the 70s onward have a have a different feel to yeah. them. anything before that is usually produced within the studio system and usually has like a look and a pace to it that just it's I'm sorry. It's just it's Sometimes it's frankly hard to go back to. Yeah. Um. Because it's it just feels very foreign and kind of laborious at times.
1: Well, um, I recently watched uh, Paths of Glory, which is uh, yeah. Stanley Kubrick. Um, I, it's real. I really enjoyed it, especially for how old it is. But I had, I had seen Spartacus when I was very young, not knowing that it was a Stanley Kubrick film, and uh, I want to go back and rewatch it now that I've seen some more of his like late uh, Later period films i
0: feel like he's your guy in a lot of ways yeah i i have it's a, a good guy to have <laughs> I, I
1: i admire the hell out of him um even his work ethic <laughs> right.
0: um that being said i need to veer things off into super nerdy territory for just a minute um gundam mobile suit gundam 0080 war in the pocket um i almost had you watch this at some point in fact mm-hmm. I've, I've almost put this on the list a few times because this is this is a uh, you learn this uh an OVA, um, oh. original video animation. Interesting. It was, it was I think, a four-episode OVA. Uh, it takes place during the earlier chunk of the Gundam timeline. Um, so this is like at the very, very end of the the one-year war, and uh, holy shit, it's it's good.
1: It's interesting like you don't
0: even need to know much about the Gundam universe to appreciate it it's just a
1: really good story but that's like the Star Wars of anime like it's it has got the hugest following. it is Uh,
0: well see this was made in 1989 Mm -hmm. Um, and it in the timeline in the canon it takes place at the like the very beginning kind of Um, but the actual show came out in 1978 Ah. so we're talking 11 years down the road and we're revisiting the beginning uh, so already in 1989, the franchise was gigantic. But the the brilliance of the story is the the perspectives, uh, because it's it's a war story, but our central figures are uh, a pilot who's on the quote unquote like space Nazi side, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, a girl a girl who's on the quote unquote like Allied side, and then a little boy who knows both of them secretly. Like, he knows them independent of each other. I'm about to go off on this next line, dude. (laughs) Uh, Well, have at it, because I'm about done. All I I wanted to say is that uh, this was very good. I already own it on DVD, but I might consider upgrading. That just about got me.
1: (laughs) We do have um, have the the, uh, Avatar, the 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 anime avatar. No, it's American. That's American?
0: This is actually a point of contention, uh, because it's often called an anime it's an American production. It's made by Nickelodeon,
1: dude. Oh, okay, never mind, sorry. Um,
0: but Whew. it depends on how you want to classify anime.
1: Put, put, the, put the knife down, Trevor. I didn't mean it. <laughs> I didn't mean it.
0: Uh, but, yeah, what, what jumps well, out?
1: Know? Well, we've got uh, Framing John DeLorean uh, featuring Alec Baldwin, which I'm assuming is some kind of documentary about uh, John DeLorean, who was, was a Coke dealer who had a car and then there was a limited amount of them anyway. Uh, it looks like we have a movie about him. It looks like Lee Pace, if I'm not mistaken. Does that... Yeah, Lee Pace. Like he's a very he's a very distinguished... Look, is that Judy Greer, too? Yes. Whoa. Hey! Justin Bartha? Uh, never mind. Uh, yep. <laughs> I like, this this like, this might actually be kind of a fun uh, movie. I feel like I would have seen Jason some... Jason Sudeikis? Yeah. I feel like I would have seen some marketing for it if it was worthwhile. I haven't. Uh, but, but it's but, a comedy. But, but Judy Greer? I might... I might I'm not going to buy this, but No, I wouldn't buy it, but I would I might watch, watch it, it if it was available to me. Yeah, um so we've got Halloween. Now, this is a really interesting thing. Uh we have a two movie collection. Now, if you were to see Halloween 1978 and it's a two movie collection of the of the Halloween franchise, the first two movies are revered as the really good ones. You would think that that second movie would be Halloween 2. What is it actually, Trevor? That would be Halloween Same Title 2018. The other sequel to uh the to Halloween 1978.
0: See, we That's we fucking weird. We rare. ranted about the, well, it makes sense because Target we, well, No, we, it also it needs to be pointed out. This is a Target exclusive. Yeah. Uh <laughs> I don't know why Target would jump on this, but um it makes sense because uh Halloween 2018 erases the canon yeah. and says that only 1978 happened. Yeah. So what you're getting here is two movies that play directly into each other. So you get the first chapter in the story and the second chapter in the story as That's as silly. told by the 2018 version. I actually I think Well, cuz remember, the 2018 movie says Halloween 2 didn't happen. Yeah, no. He I didn't don't. he didn't show up at the hospital.
1: It's just it's weird market. It's just a weird way to say. Not only market.
0: that, he got captured. He didn't escape, he got captured.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so next we have no, I have a problem I have a lot of problems with uh, contemporary war movies. Yeah oh yeah. Um, <laughs> I feel like the, we've the Jarhead the original jarhead was good. I, I, I actually enjoyed it's that It's Very movie. good. It's very good because it's, it's I think it's supposed to be Desert Storm as well. Yes. Um, I don't have anything against movies that take place during Desert Storm, but I feel like we kind of glamorize uh, the military and our current occupation and I, I think it's irresponsible. I don't agree with it. Um, but Jarhead was good. This is Jarhead. I think this is the fourth Jarhead movie. I didn't realize, and I can, all, I can only imagine what it is at this point. Like the Jarhead was a drama. It was not a war film. It was very much a drama, getting into the psyche of what it's like to be somebody over the,
0: there. The, those closing moments are what what make it work. I think mm-hmm. is that it's like the entire movie is about people trained to kill, not not killing, not doing anything. Yeah. yeah and and the psychological effect that that has on a person like being being told day in and day out that's like you were you are a killing machine you were going out there to kill and then it never happens you this is how people come home
1: broken yeah so you conditioned me as a a soldier to go into high intense situations and still be able to follow orders even though there's absolute chaos happening around me Mm -hmm. and now there's nothing Mm -hmm. so yeah it, it, it explores that really well um But this, I'm furious. The
0: Jarhead movies, I haven't seen any of the sequels, although I I have been aware of them, because as you know, uh, I watch a lot of direct-to-video crap. Yep. Uh, I own a lot of direct-to-video crap. And actually, one of these movies, I'm kind of shocked I don't own, because guess who's in one of them? Hmm. Scott Atkins. Shocker. I think he's in the third one. I think it's called The Siege. Uh, I haven't watched it, because I, I watched the trailer, and I was like, that looks cheap to a degree that I can't stomach. There are a handful of Scott Adkins movies that, as much as I love the man, I'm sorry that Hello. just looks crap. Um, actually, I wanted to pause you for a second here. There's a it's a documentary series. I oh. think it's on like Netflix or something. Uh, one of our coworkers and told just... told me about this. It's called The Toys That Made Us.
1: Do you have glasses? Yes. Okay.
0: <laughs> um, and I guess it's basically just it's a it's like a rundown of famous toy franchises and stuff mostly from the 80s in fact just looking at the glancing yeah, at the, the font the you can tell it's from the 80s yeah uh, when when everything like the when we we're at the height of like commercialism and whatnot um basically it's just like a story about uh like the backstory as to the origins of these toys and when kids bought toys yeah um i don't know what they do anymore play with apps. Video, video games and apps yeah. it's all phones um but yeah, it's something that if I had Netflix, I think I would actually consider watching. Uh, at the same time, I think it would probably be intensely depressing. Uh, it probably would be, especially for you. Yeah, because, you know, it, it, I'm sure the stories are really cynical and awful, because it was the 80s, um, and the motivations behind the creation of most of these artistic properties was just get the kids to buy it, Yeah, <laughs> uh, which, you know, it's a, it's a tough thing to stomach. In fact, I heard a, one another mutual friend of ours told me the other day um, they watched a documentary about He-Man and they were flabbergasted at the concept that the toys came be, before the cartoon. <laughs> and I, I was like, of course. Of course they did.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it was the early did 80s, see, but it was still the 80s. Did you see the bods on those guys? Like, yeah, obviously. <laughs>
0: But, yeah, um, what else jumps out at you? Well, um, we've got
1: the DC 7 film collection. It's the only way that they can get people to buy Suicide Squad on physical media. <laughs>
0: uh, you might not be wrong there. <laughs> uh,
1: but also, it is the release of Shazam, which was fine. Uh, I haven't seen it yet. It's fine. It's better. I was expecting more from it, but I was less. De- I expected as much from Shazam. I expected less from Shazam and got more. I expected a lot more from Overlord and was Thoroughly disappointed. I fuck that movie. It's I'm so pissed.
0: Uh, because of that, see, there, there's a thing that happens every once in a, in a while where, where Kyle has an intense reaction to a movie, an intensely negative reaction, and then me, being the contrarian that I am, I find myself wanting to go and go. see it because I I got
1: to know. You need to watch it tonight. I, I got to know in, why
0: is Overlord so bad? In, why does it make Kyle so mad? In, and what's what's the other big one?
1: Oh, the uh the uh, the the superhero kid that I thought looked stupid Oh Brightburn Yeah Brightburn. I watched that that was, was, it, was
0: it, it's uninspired but it's not awful Was it
1: something that I watched and I was like I was super excited for it and I'm like fuck that movie I don't know I was really let down by Overlord but I, it'll come to me um, there's some anime stuff here I don't know if you want to yeah, touch Yeah we, we
0: don't really touch on anime too often here on the show because there's so much there's of it and of it. unfortunately I'm out of the game to the point that uh, <laughs> i just don't i'm not familiar so i don't know what i'm supposed to be hyped about except for like the really big ones which i'm sure i'll point out at some point i did want to point out this show gen lock okay Uh, it's i think cgi animation which is a huge turnoff for me yeah but i remember reading a plot summary for this like like a good solid year before it came out and i think like michael b jordan does the lead voice and maybe even put up some of his own money to make it oh really um and it's about giant robots, like pilots of big robots and stuff. No, and I right. happen to be working on a story right now involving that. And I've been thinking long and hard about it, and I'm like, maybe I should watch
1: that as, like, research. Or inspiration, even. Like, have your own... Like, well,
0: I mean, I, I mentioned this uh, on the the episode we did just a few minutes ago about Sinister. Uh, just... Sometimes I like to know what the kids are up to, yeah. and this, to me, jumps out at me. is like It's a similar subject matter to what I'd like to cover with my story, and in, in fact, I think I'd like to target like a teenage audience, so it's like, maybe this is the kind of research I should be doing. Maybe I should be watching trashy kids' cartoons yeah. and stuff.
1: Uh, we have a Le- Luke Hemsworth movie called Encounter. Not going to watch that. Luke? Uh, Luke? He's the he's the short little uh the short little one the oldest one I think. I know Liam. I don't know Luke. There's Chris, Chris, Liam, and then Luke is like the short. He's in um, that first season of Westworld. You don't know. So he's he's the Chris Penn. He's the Daniel Baldwin. He's the Danny Baldwin. He's that coke blood Baldwin. He's actually he has um he has good screen presence. Uh, better than the the little the the Liam is worthless. Yeah, he's uh absolutely worthless. Liam is just. He's like I'm like just use Scott Conn or not Scott Conn uh Scott Scott Eastwood. He like they look the same and Scott Eastwood is better looking. Just use Scott Eastwood.
0: Scott Eastwood you hire
1: for the aesthetics. Oh, he's so handsome. He yeah, might he, be the most he might be the most handsome dude I've ever he seen. He is ridiculously handsome.
0: Just just I feel like your direction for him though should just be Shh,
1: just stop sh- talking. Just, just, just don't just say just, a just a word. be there. Just be in the frame. Um <laughs> Corpse Bride, which was awful. Oh really? I yeah. That makes I, me sad. It's it's unfortunate. Watch Corp. You need to watch Corp. Oh, that should be the other movie for Kyle's Killer October. Is fucking Coraline. Okay. That's not even a horror movie. It's just fantastic. Uh,
0: what
1: the fuck is happening now? Tales <laughs> of Frankenstein. So everything's turned into yeah anime. yeah we're, we're
0: again we're still on October first. Yeah we're, we we should probably put the gas on. Yeah we need to we need to push through here. The, um,
1: A Star is Born. Um, why are
0: they ripping off the? the naked gun cover.
1: Yeah, that's definitely the naked gun cover. 100% they Air, have,
0: Airplane they, mode.
1: That 2018. I need I oh yeah.
0: I, I got to know. Airplane yeah.
1: mode 2018. You have a case here for uh Jake and Logan Paul get oh, off my get off my computer. Dude, that's on your history God now. damn You it. clicked on that. Fuck. Oh <laughs> man. Very upset. <laughs> Very upset. Oh, that's not God good. God damn it. Dude, you got to delete your history. I do. It's bad. Okay, so we're moving on to the
0: next week. October 8th. Um, we have some like in between stuff I'm sorry the cover for this is is just metal as fuck yeah it's very metal Ator the Fighting Eagle from 1982 Um, I mean I I own you're the hunter from the future (coughs) I have a post a a Japanese poster of Beastmaster which uh, in Katakana I guess uh, the Japanese title is Mirakuru Master so Miracle Master as opposed to Beastmaster okay okay um Clearly, this is up my alley, as I also own the Conan Films, um, but what's jumping out of you here, Kyle?
1: Well, I'm telling you what's jumping out of me, Trevor, is uh, a Midsummer release with a fucking Rotten Tomatoes thing on
0: it. <laughs> what is that about? <laughs>
1: uh,
0: I have. A, we have a running gag here on the Blu-ray episodes oh. where... A, Seems like every once in a while movies come out and as a like a cheap means or a desperate means of promoting the film uh, to get people to buy it basically uh, they slap a certified fresh sticker on the bottom corner of the cover art and they did that for Midsommar which is kind of surprising being as the movie has a solid reputation and I think had a great theatrical run yeah
1: I th- um, think the only—I don't think you need help promoting this movie. It's—it's ha- it's known. The only complaint I heard is it is a little long, but it's an Ari Aster movie. I'm like, yeah, it's dread. It's, it's a little to-
0: long, and people were enthusiastic about news that there was a director's cut, an extended cut, yeah. which also got a theatrical release.
1: Yeah, I missed it. I wanted to go see I wanted to go um, see it in the theater. So that's
0: coming out on October 8th. And so we're officially yeah. in October 8th. So Kyle, are you going to purchase midsummer? You've go- been talking about it a lot.
1: I'm going to watch it. I'm definitely going to watch it. Um I don't know if I'm going to purchase it. I
0: blind buy there's
1: blind buys but right now it's it, it, it's I need to see it and I don't have a way to watch it on blu-ray so it I just, will lend you a player <laughs> it just, I, don't, I will make this happen it just doesn't make sense for me to buy it on blu-ray right I now I need my friend to, to own me somewhere <laughs> I, I'm gonna watch it don't get me wrong uh, we have Toy Story 4 which I've heard absolutely zero about
0: I've heard mostly good. Uh, it's but to- I haven't heard
1: much. I haven't heard... I mean, when Toy Story 3 came out, like, it was all the rage. Like, it was a huge deal.
0: Well, the existence of Toy Story 4 irritates me. Yeah. Because yep. the third one ended perfectly. Yeah, it was such a wrapped up. It's such a beautiful ending. I cried at that movie. Yeah. I cried twice Please. at that movie. Easily. Um so good and I don't know where they're going with the story although like I said I've heard mostly good and Keanu's in it
1: yep Keanu's in it
0: Keanu is in it and that's a big fucking selling point
1: um we have Annabelle who could care
0: Annabelle comes home 2019 so I'm guessing that's the second or the third movie
1: the I know there's at least two second I think it's, this might be the third 2019 this must be the third <laughs> yeah, but it must that, that Annabelle must have done really well um deadwood i have a lot of friends i i hate westerns i can't stand westerns uh there's not like old the old ones especially if i see it i can't i would rather watch golf or the news than i'd rather watch an old western Jesus. but deadwood apparently is a big deal and uh this this is the deadwood movie um
0: yeah many years after the show wrapped um ian mcshane a big selling point for me. Yeah. I don't know about you. Yeah.
1: Oh, I like Ian McShane. And I think Timothy All is it, is it Timothy Oliphant in this?
0: Uh, I know he's on that Justified show. I don't know if he's on Deadwood. I feel but like he was on. We can find out real quick. Yeah, we can. We have that capability. We have a
1: budget. Oh, Front and center. Brad Dourif. Brad Dourif.
0: Okay. I'm I'm interested. I mean, I've always actually been interested because I don't have the same stigma that you have with no, with westerns.
1: Well, it's it's a. I, I was discussing this with my friends. Like, you need to watch Deadwood. You need to watch all these different westerns. I'm like, it's. It's a a level of masculinity that I can't like fantasize about. Like it's it's just a, the time that I'm like I would be a pharmacist. Like I I wouldn't I wouldn't make it in this.
0: Well, you liked Bone Tomahawk though, right?
1: That's not a traditional Western.
0: It's not. But um, one thing that I, I remember all, like I forget who told me this, but I always thought it was really interesting that s- there's a lot of secret westerns out there. There's a lot of movies that maybe not aesthetically or like even in terms of the content of the film like it's not a western but secretly it is mm-hmm. uh, because it's a trope laden genre that it it's not dead but it had its heyday and it's long since passed so there's a lot of scripts that it's like if you really think about it, it's like this is basically a western. And sometimes it's like, fuck. <laughs> like, it's like, I didn't want it to be a Western, but it is. And I like
1: it. I just, <laughs> the whole, the, the, everything about Westerns just turns me off. I'm like, I just couldn't care less. I hate the, I I, I don't like the desert. I don't like the, the American desert. It just, it's ugly to me. I don't want to be there. It's awful. <laughs> I hate it. And I don't want a movie set there where there's no fucking water and people are dusty. And it's just, it I, the whole genre, I just can't stand Sorry. I like 310 to Yuma. Okay. (laughs) The remake. The remake. (laughs) The remake. Um, Enough about how much I hate Uh, We
0: have our first Criterion release for the month. uh, Three silent classic films by (coughs) a foreign name. (laughs) Joseph von Sternberg. Uh, Not a name that's familiar to me, but the three films are Underworld, The Last Command, and The Docks of New York. And these are silent films from 1927 to 1928, I'm sure they're incredible, being as their Criterion releases. I will not be watching them. I'm fine. (laughs) (laughs) Moving on. Uh, What do we have here? Uh, Nothing really jumping out. No, they got
1: the Shazam TV. uh, I guess there's a a TV series, Shazam. um, Again, cashing in on that new movie. Not a big deal. Probably not very good. Uh, it's actually trick. It's tricking you into buying Shazam. Like, oh, look at this retro cover they got. Oh, <laughs> it's a fucking TV show. Oh, it's like,
0: what? Well, did you ever see the DVD cover for the Batman serial from the 40s? No. Uh, the cover art is like modern, like 2000s, like comic art rendering of Batman, uh, like jumping down on you. And then if you flip it over, it's black and white. It's from the 40s. There are Japanese racist caricatures Yeesh. and it's shit. <laughs> um, but the cover art would have you think it's like from the two thousands and it's brand fucking new and it's probably
1: animated. Fuckers.
0: We got some cool cover art here. Yeah, though. we do have some cool cover art. Um The Killer of Dolls looks like perhaps a Giallo film from nineteen seventy five. It very
1: much looks like a Giallo film.
0: It looks like a masked like female masked killer with a stethoscope.
1: And uh <laughs> That one's really woman chasing the butterfly of death i like the cover but yeah blazing skeleton with is that like snakes or wires around it i don't know cool some other stuff um not really popping up.
0: a lot of 90s movies re-releases
1: fatherhood patrick swayze i kind of want to watch that that looks like it'd be a lot of fun (laughs) i've never seen that Swayze,
0: swayze in a leather jacket in front of a lineup fuck yeah Dudley Do-Right from 1999. Sergeant Bilko. I know you're not a Steve Martin fan. No. Sergeant Bilko was good fun. I liked it.
1: I could see that being a fun one.
0: Yeah. Uh, we got a double feature of Us and Get Out.
1: I didn't care for Us. Um, uh, I have yet to see it. Controversial opinion. Um, I still haven't seen Get Out. I... I would like to watch it. I feel like it's probably the better movie, but yeah, us was just a little. That was the one I think you're thinking of. Like, I was really disappointed by us because I went. I was like, it was something else. Okay. It was something else. I was really. Disappointed.
0: It made you very mad.
1: Yes. <laughs> um, um, anything else popping out to you here? Uh,
0: a lot of horror collections, like the Conjuring Universe. It is three Annabelle, yeah. Uh, which combines Annabelle films, uh, The Nun, and The Conjuring. Uh, wow. Damn, yeah. that's a sprawling universe, and then we have Annabelle trilogy, of so course. confirmed three movies, uh, a bunch of anime, uh, Tenchi Muyo, I Tenchi Muyo from 2014. Tenchi Muyo was on Toonami and like uh, Cartoon Network yeah. uh, in the what early 2000s, so it was available to me. Didn't really get too into it, but that's about it for the calendar month. So let's move on to October 15th.
1: Oh um scarface re-release obviously on 4k that'd be kind of fun scarface is a fun movie it's not a good movie but it's it's a fun movie I
0: think it's important to make that distinction
1: yeah because uh, there there are
0: a shocking number of people who treat scarface as like their Bible
1: yeah it's are on par with actual good yeah movies. There, there are
0: a shocking number of people who absolutely adore the film and even even like like the message of it like the world is yours kind of shit Mm-hmm. Uh, basically, people who watch The Wolf of Wall Street and think I want that, <laughs> mm-hmm. <Yeah. laughs> um, as opposed to like you know other folks that would watch that and be like, oh my god, this, this is, is awful, insane, yeah, like, this is insanity, and these people are rotten. Yeah, but yeah, Scarface has a weird reputation where it's like some people think it's art, some people
1: I think it's trash, but I think it's enjoyable trash. It's it's enjoyable trash. You have white people playing Cubans, uh, and then you have uh, a dude, our main character, who wants to bang his sister. Yeah, and kills his best friend because he bangs his sister. I
0: always think it's funny that the like one of the few authentic Cubans in the movie. His name is Chris Bauer. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if he did that to uh, to get roles in Hollywood because I know I know the, the one of the gentlemen from Nightmare on Elm Street. I don't remember his name, but in that documentary I told you about, like the six hour long documentary about the Nightmare on Elm Street films. Uh, he goes on record and says that, like his name in the credits, he changed it to a more Gentile or like yeah. white white name yeah. because he was Hispanic. But he changed it and he pretended to be Italian to get roles okay. in Hollywood in the
1: '80s. Um, but yeah, Chris Bauer good, good is movie. the authent
0: is the authentic. <laughs> um, we
1: have Hellboy again, the Omen collection, which I've never seen. Uh, I saw the
0: first one. Um, Sam Neill plays the grown-up version of the boy from the woman in like Mm. the third one and he becomes like president
1: really yeah uh hacks which has been on my list for a long time i believe it's a silent it's either like a silent with like a um some kind of or- orchestra from 22 but, it's got to be um it's supposed it's it's like different depictions of uh hell and demons and stuff like that and witchcraft it's suppo- like i've seen Sounds right like, up your alley <laughs> I'm, that's one i haven't seen and that's a blind buy for me and this might actually be my blind buy because i really like that cover
0: so that comes out
1: in a few days yeah uh you better get on that yeah <laughs> um Crawl, I will. I really want to see. I've crawl. heard good things. I've heard like it's actually pre- a pretty fun time. Dude, the trailer for that, I was like, this is. It this looks is, like fun. This looks fun. I've, and I've heard the- nothing but good. I watched the trailer for it too. And I'm like, that looks like a and good. I'm time. sorry,
0: there like, there aren't enough quality, alligator slash crocodile movies. No, like there are many of them. I know that Sci-Fi Network.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. There
0: there are many of them, but there are only a few really good ones, like that- alligator. And Lake Placid is okay. And yeah, Lake Placid does
1: it does not hold so up. So I'm hoping this is the next great alligator film. <laughs> uh, American
0: Gangster, that movie that you tried to get me to watch forever, and I finally did.
1: You finally did. Yeah. When did you watch it?
0: Uh, my dad shoveled some DVDs onto me, and that was, that
1: was among them. and what, I, I ended up watching. What'd it. What'd you think? It was pretty fucking good. I love it. I yeah. It, it's it's a very good movie.
0: Uh, it's it has a weird tone to it because mm-hmm. it kind of feels like like hang on, like, all of these bad, all this bad stuff is happening and I don't know if anything's going to come of it. It's Mm. just like, stuff just just keeps happening. It just keeps happening. It feels very true to life in that way. And I guess it helps, isn't it, based on... It's true.
1: That's what I'm saying. He was so, uh, uh, Frank Lucas was so... uh, he was so smart at, at this that his downfall was just making like a couple like minor mistakes. Yeah, and,
0: it, it it has a weird feel to it because it doesn't have like the peaks and valleys that you would expect from like a a true drama. It feels almost like a documentary at times. And, it,
1: it's really idra good. Elvis getting got oh dude it's Ooh. so good Ooh. it's my it's my favorite it's my favorite <laughs> it's my favorite denzel washington performance this is yeah
0: it needs to be said kyle's not a huge denzel fan
1: no, not a big denzel fan because this is him this isn't a normal denzel like this isn't cop denzel this is bad guy denzel but still i think that's what he's good at he's though. good at bad guy he's he's good at being an asshole yeah he's very good at being an asshole in but, fact
0: I've been meaning to see that movie, Fences. I think it's actually adapted from a stage play. It's a stage play, yeah. And he directed it. Interesting. And everything about the trailer for it made me
1: think, oh, Denzel is a bad dad? That sounds perfect. (laughs) James Earl Jones uh, played the father on the uh, stage. Oh, shit. Yeah. Uh, Prestigious. Right. Um... The Haunting of Hill House is a series from Netflix that I'm surprised got a got a release. I really enjoyed this series. I've heard it's amazing. It's really, really good.
0: Um, if I if memory serves, and I could be wrong, um, I don't know if they greenlit a second season. I think they did. I don't know why they would. Yeah, that, that's what I heard, but that might not be true. But what I'm pretty sure is true is that um, they made like extended cuts of of the first season. Oh, which you know. In fact, it says extended director's cut, right on the cover. I mean, so I'm right. Uh, yeah, uh, some of my friends—they're really into horror, especially. They—they they love that.
1: It it mashes drama with horror, which I feel like that's—it's the way to go right now. It's it's just killing it. Yeah. Um, Three from Hell. Couldn't care less. Really? Um, yeah. I, that
0: always surprises me. Because yeah. like, whenever whenever I talk to you about.
1: <laughs> I remember 31 31 31 31. i got it
0: i got to see 31 because kyle absolutely hates 31 i
1: knew it would come up i'm like it's gonna come up yeah Yeah, i absolutely hate that movie
0: yeah um when for some reason i always think that you have more appreciation for rob zombies films than i guess you do i I think it's maybe because you and i have talked about his halloween movies so Mm. much um and 31 <laughs> yeah.
1: well uh, I like House of a Thousand Corpses I think that holds up I, I remember really liking The Devil's Rejects and then I, I tried to I like to re- the wa-
0: opening of it I don't like the whole thing it has
1: moments and uh, I, I like the Halloween remake I don't really remember the second one very well but I tried watching well I watched 31 I'm like well that's one of the worst things I've ever seen that was a complete waste of time I was kind of excited for it yeah I watched the I watched 31 and it was stupid and then I'm like oh I've heard Lords of Salem is really good like that's a it's a good Rob Zombie movie, and it's a better Rob Zombie movie. It's not. <laughs> it's not his style, though. It's a. He's like, he's kind of like a Quentin Tarantino, where he mimics, but he, but Quentin Tarantino mimics style, but makes it his own. Whereas Rob Zombie is just like, oh, no, I'm just mimicking. I'm just doing what other people did.
0: Well, I mean, I don't think he went to film school. I know he went to he art did.
1: school. He didn't go to film school. That's no, that's. I, that's d- I know movie.
0: he went to art school. What I'm
1: saying is, Tarantino, you can see where he's like. Where it's paying homage to uh, well,
0: Tarantino is also a writer. Yeah. So like all these, all these scenes, like his movies are so dialogue heavy, and all these scenes, it's like you you can see his his directorial flourishes on there. Like you can see that he has an image in mind. Whereas Rob Zombie, it seems more like almost like a. An appreciation, mm-hmm. like he's he's paying he's a homage. Yeah, he's, like, he's a fan. He's a fan, which is why a lot of the actors that are in his movies are in his movies. So yeah. He's a fan of their work, and he just wants to see them work. Uh, it's it's almost a mini miracle that he has he, a film career. Well, yeah, that he's made the movies that he made because, like, as far as I know, Devil, like House of a Thousand Corpses, like it just kind of. Came together yeah. like on his own. It didn't really. It wasn't like a big fucking deal or anything. It just happened.
1: It's not a good movie, by the way. House with no, Elf, it, no. But I there's I, there's a, there's something I like about it. there's a quality that I enjoy watching. It
0: has a level of enthusiasm and care put into it that you, I mean, even if you look at his music videos and stuff, you can tell Rob Zombie has
1: an eye for aesthetics. More human than the human is a really good. Uh, it's. Uh, I, really, I think you sent me that one. It's a really cool music video. It's all like old footage of Halloween, like Halloween photos and video. It's really yeah,
0: he, neat. He, I think he's talented. He's just an acquired taste. Th-
1: this also like he he like Lords of Salem is a, he's dabbling into a different genre because he's more of a slasher. He's more of a slasher guy specifically because yeah. he remade Halloween. Lords of Salem is not that at all.
0: Yeah, uh, I've heard absolutely like great things about three from hell it's kind of funny because it actually came out in a very 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 limited theatrical release like maybe even like a one day thing uh not that long ago like maybe a month ago if that uh so to see it come out to to fucking 4k of all things immediately that's kind of shocking yeah beside that though we have ultraman the complete series which i I would buy ultraman originated in 1966 it's a Japanese sci-fi television series. It was a follow-up to something called Ultra Q, which was the Japanese equivalent to The Twilight Zone.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, Ultraman kind of followed up on that. Um, some of the some of the editing and cinematography is actually really similar to The Twilight Zone, and it deals mostly with like sci-fi horror kind of stuff. But that's only half the time. Yeah. The other half of the time, there's this superhero character, Ultraman, who's a big giant silver and red giant that. Uh, <laughs> Fights alien monsters, so it's mostly for kids. Mm. And in fact, it continues on to this day. There's a new Ultraman series like every year on like, on the clock. Every <laughs> like, um, I would buy this on Blu-ray if not for the fact that I already own it on oh, DVD. Gotcha. Um, Ultraman is very much my jam. I, I love me. So I'm a mark for Ultraman. Common uh, Rider maybe more so, but Ultraman is good fucking times uh, I got really into it when I was in college because I had access to uh, acquiring media through unconventional means and a lot of time gotcha <laughs> and again I even then like when I was a young man I still had that like what are the kids up to kind of mentality mm. so I was like I know this is for little kids but I'm I'm watching it because I'm like curious like what is Ultraman like in the 2000s because I watched it in the 90s and it it just, it just never stops <laughs> it's, um Twin Peaks. Apparently, there's a lot of rumblings that there's another season coming out.
1: Another. I I tried watching it on Netflix, and the frame it's like half of the screen. It's like only half the screen. It's like a like a picture inside of a picture. Oh, what? Yeah, it's like the because of the. It's like it's just Is like. Is it like? Was it shot in like four x three or
0: something? Something like
1: that, because it I can it, there's like a huge it's just a, a giant box around like it's totally like a small frame I'm like that's awful. I, yeah, watch that it sounds like, like
0: it was shot in four x three because that's what that's the aspect ratio that TVs you yeah know, displayed the image um, as opposed to the sixteen by nine that we're all used to nowadays the widescreen. Twin Peaks is good. So I
1: I would watch it. It's just it's I good. I didn't like how it was.
0: I, I took it upon myself to to watch it like when. Uh, the news of the third season was oh i guess the fourth season would be the next one uh, the news of the third season just started coming out and i was like you know i remember my parents talking about twin peaks a lot and david lynch gets talked up a lot mm-hmm. maybe i should check this out and i watched it and holy shit it's good i mean it has some serious bad parts
1: x files man X-Files. it's all
0: i mean it's only two seasons that's why I watch this because that's what keeps me away from TV is knowing how much content is out there it's like I can't do that nah, that's too much time that's too much um, the second season when David Lynch kind of was out of the picture for a bit it definitely has some rough spots but he comes back to, to like close out the second season and it's good I would highly recommend it and you know I heard the third season which David Lynch again he came back uh, it was a Showtime production I believe I've heard very good, hmm. and uh, lately on like the Twitters and whatnot, there's been a lot of rumblings that there's going to be another season, and you know if it, if if it's still good, sure, why not? Um, we have another Arrow release, 1979,
1: Killer Nun, uh, Stuber. Did you buy? Are you gonna buy that?
0: I don't know if I'm gonna buy it, but I'm going to watch it. So Stuber is a, I don't remember this fellow's name. Is it Camille something or other? Yeah. Uh, Kumail Nanjiani
1: Kumail uh, Nanjiani, yeah uh,
0: and Dave Bautista, of course yeah. uh, it's like a buddy cop actioner of sorts uh, Iko Uwais is, is in it uh, there, there is a variation of the poster for the movie that has him front and center on it which makes me think that maybe he's in it more than I initially thought mm. and I'm a huge mark for him and Dave Bautista punching small Asian people so uh yeah i'll probably end up red boxing that or something um the art of self-defense is a movie that i kind of lost track of but it it has the certified fresh on it and that yes that is jesse eisenberg um it makes me think of what is it the the foot fist way is that the danny mcbride movie um it had that kind of vibe from the promotion of it but it looks like an indie movie like stereotypical indie crap yeah uh, that just happens to take place in like a, a dojo of some sort like in a suburban dojo or something uh it looked interesting I, I really liked the foot fist way um that was good times uh if you haven't seen it i'd recommend it but what else we got here yeah uh just based on the cover art and soon the darkness from 1970 looks pretty cool um my Samurai from 1992. Uh, that's an MVD uh, printed disc, which tells me it's absolute crap, and the cover art tell, like, confirms that. <laughs> um, more Steve Martin crap. A simple twist of fate. I don't even know that one, so you know that one's probably bad. Yeah. Uh, a half-hearted release of Spartacus. Yeah, right. <laughs> it's like that looks lazy as fuck. Yeah. And holy shit, is that William Shatner? Yep the devil's revenge from 2019 and the cover art sports a demon, demon. and william shatner sporting yeah. a shotgun
1: that's probably awesome that's <laughs> in, the wor- probably in the worst really- possible way yeah
0: but yes i'm sure that's awesome uh oh hey your visit
1: oh yeah that's a fun one
0: yeah uh i don't know what its general reputation is but
1: uh nobody of- talks about it uh, it's it's <laughs> I might have to put that as the, on Kyle's Killer October for crying out loud. This is ridiculous. <laughs> it's, People got to know. These kids got to know about the horrors. That's a good time. That was a good one. People got to know about I've the horrors. I've seen Mama. You can you can skip that. That's a big bucket of what the fuck ever.
0: Uh, uh, as opposed to Ma, which I think came out last month on Blu-ray, which I've heard is very good. We mm. um, have... Uh, this already gone. That's striking cover art.
1: Yeah, it looks like something Harmony Korine would do. Actually, actually, actually yeah. <laughs> Kyle's Kyle's confirming. It looks like Harm. No, Christ- Christopher Keneally? Probably the same thing. Producer Sean Williams. Keanu.
0: Keanu produced by Keanu Reeves with Sean Williams Scott in a minor role. I'm guessing. Uh, I have no idea what this is, but the cover art and Keanu's involvement makes me think it's you know maybe worth it. This makes
1: me want dicks dick's burgers because i can see it It looks like a burger shop right there yeah you're not wrong (laughs) (laughs) uh
0: moving on down though we got uh pig hag i don't know Uh, it looks like a documentary heavy person yeah i'm fine uh yeah i'm fine uh so now let's jump on down to october 22nd and what do we have here uh the charlie's angels movies uh Re, repackaged seen. and on 4k I, I didn't bother with them I but haven't seen those I, I think it's fitting that they came out in the year 2000 because everything about the aesthetics of those movies which were made by McGee, by the way um, makes me think of the year 2000 like people wearing like women wearing pants that look like they're made of garbage bag material mm-hmm. uh, wire work and martial arts uh, like techno music <laughs> it's techno and uh, cheeky, cheeky, sexy stuff.
1: <laughs> so yeah, we have uh, the Daniel Craig collection.
0: Yeah, um, I'm pretty sure the reason we're getting a re-release of the Charlie's Angels movies is because we have a new one coming out.
1: With a Lady James Bond?
0: No, uh, Charlie's Angels. Oh, okay. Um, we have new Charlie's Angels. Uh, Kristen Stewart is one of them. And there's two other gals. I don't remember who they are. The uh, trailer looked okay. Uh, they put that out a while ago uh but the daniel craig collection so this would be all the uh daniel craig james bond movies so that's what casino royale quantum solace specter
1: skyfall skyfall
0: specter um makes me think it's on 4k by the way it makes me think that maybe the studio is going to put out some news about the newest james bond movie Mm -hmm. uh it's like no Time to Die or something. I can't remember the title, but they announced it and they put out a poster very recently. So October 22nd, I wouldn't be surprised if right around that time we get like a teaser or a trailer or something. Um, but yeah, remember when the, in- the internet went crazy about the
1: Lady James Bond business? Oh yeah. They're not having it. We're not having No Black James Bond, yeah. no Lady James Bond. It's not happening.
0: And then they decided to fuck everyone and say, Lady, Black Lady James Bond. Yeah, right. <laughs> I I mean, my opinion is that James Bond, you know, is James Bond. Yeah. Like,
1: No, Lady 007, that's different. Yeah.
0: Just don't, you know, just don't, just don't call
1: her Jamie Bond. I'm just, I think it just seems like, you know who you're targeting with 007, right? There's a very specific group. Of people that watch those movies, it's called
0: male power fantasy. Yeah, it's called male
1: older white man. You're yeah, like, what well, we're gonna do it with women? I'm like, well, you're yeah. not. Who, gonna who make do you see? Money. Who do you
0: see in Seattle driving Porsches?
1: Sorry, but I'm th- sorry. What demographic do you generally see driving Porsches? Who can watch those movies and like, you know what? I want to pick up a new Porsche. I could lease a new Porsche. I want to drink booze all day <laughs> and shoot like, shoot random people and feel nothing about it. I'm all for diversity, but let's know who your audience is when you're going to be changing things
0: up. Not only that, um, I'm sorry, but the lady spy market is actually about to get very, very, very crowded. Is Um, it really? Yeah. Uh, We had a Luc Besson movie called Anna come out not that long ago. Oh, I forgot about that. The trailer for that was fucking awesome. Mm. I'm going to rent that shit. I'm not gonna buy
1: it. <laughs> I, like, I really enjoyed Atomic Blonde. I've, I'll say it again. Atomic I, Blonde. Very which much. Enjoyed I would not Atomic be
0: surprised Blonde. if we get a sequel to that. That's fine. I'm totally I fine would, with that. I would actually really like to I see really that. I really enjoyed that movie. Partially thanks to you, my appreciation for that movie has increased. Did you watch it again? I did. Yeah. And it, it's. I saw it in the theater initially, and then I watched it at home, and I was like, I told Kyle the wrong shit yes. because like Kyle really liked this movie, and I was like, eh, it's okay. It's just like a 10 minute action scene. And the rest of it's like. Eh. Uh, the dialogue scenes in the interrogation room, I think, are very boring. Yeah, yeah. Um, but on the whole, I think the, I think the look and the sound of it, the soundtrack and the look of it, like that that Cold War era stuff, it, mm-hmm. it works.
1: Well, the other performers too. I mean, you get little bits of John Goodman here and there, but James McAvoy is really good in that movie. He's too. always good, he's but really he's good.
0: particularly good in that. But yeah, yeah we had Anna mm-hmm. come out not that long ago. Mm-hmm. We have potentially a sequel in the form of Atom- Atomic Blonde Two. We have Charlie's Angels, another one coming out. Hmm. We have Black Widow. Marvel oh, is making about a female that. spy movie. Yeah, That's four. That's hmm. four fucking yeah. lady
1: spy movies. We don't need a fifth one. Give me lady heist movies. Let's do some more of that. Oh, Korea will
0: hook you up. <laughs> <laughs> they, they got heist movies, and they got hot ladies in heist movies. It um, needs to be said, uh, Black Widow, I've had zero hype for, because Scarlett Johansson's a it's fine yeah I, she's I'm sorry she's just not a selling point for me No. but I saw the they put out a poster for that movie and I'm like okay I'm in really uh, David Harbour's in there fool and I don't know who he's playing but doesn't matter on the poster uh, one of the figures there's like six characters on the on the poster and all of its rendered beautifully it's a good poster um, one of the characters at the very top in big like you can tell he's a big part of the story taskmaster um, are you familiar with the Taskmaster? No. Taskmaster is a character from the Marvel Comics that uh, he has a skull mask. He looks like skeletor, mm-hmm. but his colors his color arrangement isn't purple and violet. it's, it's, a, it's like gold, blue, and white. Mm-hmm. Um, his special ability is that he can mimic any he can mimic any movement by seeing it once. So, okay. if, so if he watches a cowboy movie and sees someone like The Mask of Zorro if he sees that horse stunt he can do that horse stunt
1: or if he's watching somebody like the Black Widow who's martial arts expert if he, he sees Captain
0: America do a, a wheel kick he can do that wheel kick he
1: can...
0: he, he's not as strong as that person but he, any way you can move your body he can mimic it by seeing it once yeah, and beautiful. I've always thought that was the coolest fucking ability It's yeah. it, the, the writing possibilities are endless In that's fact, pretty cool he's only had one comic to himself and I own it it's only four issues long it's one of my favorite comics and to see that character on film it's like fucking yes and to see how far we've come in the world of of stunts in particular in the marvel movies like those captain america movies that's part of why i like them so much is that the physical stunts they fucking do the thing Mm. (laughs) like fucking do it like the staircase fight sequence in, in civil war is like yeah they built a staircase set and threw people against the walls and down the stairs and up the stairs. It's fucking great. And, you know, now that we have John Wick as, like, competition for those movies in that similar style and, like, Atomic Blonde, they're going to try hard. Mm -hmm. And if they don't, then they're doing it wrong. (laughs) If they do a Captain Marvel and they half-ass it, I'm sorry, they did half-ass it, um, then I'll be sorely disappointed. But, yeah, Black Widow, I will show up for Taskmaster. Mm -hmm. I don't care about Scarlet. I don't care about Scott Johansson. Yeah, no, she's fine. I don't care about that booty, but <laughs> but Taskmaster, I will show up for that skull fuck. Fuck. Um, but what else we got here, Kyle?
1: Yeah, yeah I'm fine. <laughs> uh, I'm not so even gonna, I don't I, even want to mention it. So I,
0: I just hovered the mouse
1: over the new uh,
0: live action. Lion King.
1: A different way of animating the Lion King. Yeah, it's it's CGI. It's yeah. not
0: live action. No. Maybe they did performance capture and transposed the movements of the actors and the facial features and stuff. I don't know. I didn't see it. Why? But we, yeah, New Lion King is out on October twenty second.
1: There, there's a there's this movie you might have seen it, the Leave It to Beaver movie with Michael with Chris McDonald. This oh, was from the nineties. I uh, think
0: I. I think I saw like I think I walked in and out of the room for that. I didn't sit down to watch it though.
1: There's a moment in there where he Beaver wants to quit the football team or he says something to his dad and Chris McDonald has this really like bewildered look on his face and he's just like, Okay. And he and so it, his older brother Wally asked him, he's like, What did what did Dad say? He's like, you know, I told him, and he had that weird look he had on his face when the lights came on at the end of The Lion King. And, and I, I don't know why that always struck me as funny, but I'm like, did. there's Lion King.? He was like, a dad coming out of The Lion King, like, what the fuck did I just watch? <laughs> like, somebody coming out of The Lion King, like, disliking it. I'm like, maybe I missed something. And uh, was
0: a, I, I know the, the. I don't get it, but it's funny because it's Chris McDonald. But I know you're not a Simpsons guy, but there's a brilliant gag where uh, uh Bart Simpson's playing hooky with a couple of the other kids from the school and we get a shot of a marquee of a movie theater and then it tilts down and the, the movie says naked lunch which is a movie I put on the list I think for Peter Weller month. Mm. um and the camera tilts down and the kids are coming out of the theater and that's a pretty racy movie kids aren't supposed to see that and they're playing hooky and uh Nilsen looks up at the marquee and you see, like, he says I could think of two things that are wrong with that title, <laughs> uh, being as it's not a terribly naked movie, and there's not in fact a lunch consumed in that film. <laughs> it's just a title. Um, <laughs> but anyway, uh, I hate over-explaining jokes. I feel like an asshole. Um, so we have a Criterion release. Yeah. of, of When War. we were kings. I uh, don't know. It's what that a documentary is. of uh, the was it the Rumble in the Jungle? Oh. Uh, George Foreman fight. Yeah. I've seen this from uh, the documentary I guess came out in 1996 but it's a documentary about Muhammad Ali's time in Africa before the fight because he he went there I forget what country in Africa because Africa is not a country uh, <laughs> it's a continent. A, yeah it's a continent um, I think it was in the Congo. Zaire. Zaire, okay. Kinshasa Zaire, I think, was where the fight was staged. But uh, he went there. I thought it was in the Congo. Well in advance of, uh, well, I mean, the names of the countries change a lot. (laughs) Uh, He went there well in advance of the fight and just, like, was a fixture. And the people loved him. And that's why, during the fight, they're yelling, uh, Ali, Ali, kill him. Ah. (laughs) Because they they were all about him. And it's a very, very good film. I very worthy of its status as a Criterion picture um, but moving on down again we're in October 22nd a Trilogy of Terror 2 um, this is I'm guessing a re-release uh, this little like voodoo doll killer with the knife uh, I remember seeing this in VHS at Blockbuster and like not being scared of it but it's, it always jumped out at you you know mm. um, that's a cool cover for yeah. Phobia from yeah. 1980 yeah? Uh, 1980 Phobia with an exclamation point. <laughs> uh moving on down though. Uh, Zoltan, Hound of Dracula. Like the title. The cover I'm not so sure about, but that's mm-hmm. a cool title. Uh, another arrow release, The Dead Center from 2018. Uh, ooh, that is a great ass cover for Crimson Peak. Yeah. Uh, it's another arrow release. Uh, that would be the Guillermo del Toro film. Uh, from 2015, so I'm get that's definitely a re-release. Um, Arrow tends to put like extra features though, so I wouldn't be surprised if there's some, some like supplements on the disc. But mm. damn, that is a beautiful cover. That <laughs> is a really good cover. Bloodline, uh, the, Sean William Scott in a horror movie. Um, I actually saw a video review for this a uh, few weeks ago, I think, and I heard I heard mostly good things.
1: Um, He'll surprise you. I was surprised by Goon. Goon uh, is great. Yeah, Goon is really good. People need to see Goon. Goon two less so, but Goon Two's still okay. Um,
0: but yeah, I, I really like Goon. It's really good. Yeah, Goon is great. Um did you are you no, gonna, I didn't are, didn't you, are you gonna it. watch? It? No. So Kyle recently got Shudder. Um, so he's got all of the horrors. Yeah. Um but he's not gonna be wasting his time with a Nos A two? Nosferatu, <laughs> no, yeah. I know.
1: I, I'm just being funny. Nosferatu. for
0: A two. Yeah, uh everything about that screams just like
1: Move along. I canceled my subscription <laughs> already. I mean, I still got it for the rest of the month, but um, the bandwidth, the place I'm staying at is sucks. So um, the you know the pause where it shows you how far you are in the movie and there's the pause that won't go away, and there's flashing. It, it won't stop flashing. So fuck Shutter so far because can, I can try- you
0: get a wired connection? I don't
1: know. Like, it, does
0: someone have an Ethernet cord you can plug into the router? I don't know. Oh, I'm sorry. Because so much about that service sounds great, like I'm, I've actually been really impressed with their promotion for it, and like I've considered getting it because it looks fucking yeah. cool.
1: Well, Netflix and Amazon Prime are totally fine, but their streaming sucks on Shutter.
0: Well, that's the thing is like I, I don't want to live in the world of horror because I feel like if I had a subscription service, I'd feel obligated to just
1: fucking watch a lot of horror movies. There's like five more movies on Shutter that Prime doesn't have.
0: Unfortunately, that's probably the case. Although you know, it's a brand new service for the most part, and they're. They're starting to put out their own content. Mm. Least of which being Nosferatu, I'm guessing. <laughs> but I'm sure they'll get movies and series done, Like Creep Show, for instance. I, I will watch Creep Show. In fact, you should watch Creep Show for me. I might. I'm still, it's a
1: horror anthology series. I'm still working through Ash versus Evil Dead. Oh, we'll definitely
0: finish that. Um, got a bunch of anime. Uh, tone Deaf. Is that Robert Patrick?
1: It looks like it.
0: I think that's Robert Patrick. Yeah. And Amanda Crew, who I don't know. But no clue. It, but we got Robert Patrick. It's a red background. Reminds me of the cover of Tusk, actually. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, I
1: tried watching Tusk.
0: It's pretty bad. It's awful. Uh, it's an excuse for Johnny Depp and uh, Kevin Smith's daughters to hang out. <laughs> um, oh, Husk. I'm sorry. Not Tusk. Husk. What is Husk? Exactly. <laughs> uh, so this covers Robert Patrick standing over a... a Young woman wielding a hatchet and a hammer. It's like uh, a horror comedy. Yeah, uh, that's the vibe I get. Uh, I'm so, I misread that. Uh, it says Tamango from uh, Kino, which means it's probably historically valuable in some sense. It's from 1958. I misread it as Tamago, which means egg. <laughs> but no, I'm guessing this is like a caveman adventure movie from the 50s, of which there were a lot. there <laughs> uh, got more anime. Uh, Crosby
1: Stills and Nash. David. That's about David Crosby.
0: Oh, is that a documentary? Probably. Yeah, yeah. Looks like it. Uh, David Crosby. Remember my name.
1: You remember him from Hook as the guy who goes, "Save me, Daddy." Uh, (laughs) He makes a cameo in uh, Hook. He's also the guy that gets the board to the balls. Oh, yeah. I remember that. Do you remember in Prometheus where uh, Idris Elba is talking about the? He's got the accordion and he's like, "David Crosby had this and." No, he played accordion. <laughs> but he has the accordion. Oh, look at that. So we have entered October 29th,
0: and uh, we <laughs> have a couple, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Closing out the month strong, hopefully. Uh, so we have kind of a big deal for me. There's a
1: lot of good stuff on Yeah, there.
0: there's a lot of good stuff here on October 29th. Uh, the first one that jumps out at me is Godzilla. Yeah. the Showa era From the, 1954 to 1975 this is a criterion release as
1: well it should be this is during the emperor showa yes yeah
0: um, and yeah uh the lat- you've actually seen the last film in the in the showa era that
1: would be mecha- terror
0: of Mecca godzilla mecha
1: i was going to say mika <laughs>
0: um i might buy this although to be honest i already own
1: most, just buy most
0: of if not all of these films already the one thing that uh, the public needs to know, and uh, is a huge selling point for me, and I did mention this before, is that uh, this will be the first time that the Japanese cut of uh, King Kong versus Godzilla comes to American shores, mm. which I have never seen. Interesting. Uh, That's exciting. Because it's not available in any form here. Uh, I'm excited to see that because they changed the the soundtrack uh, for the American release. They added white people as... as was common at the time that was the style it. Was The style <laughs> um and they also removed some of the more famous beats from the fight between the two monsters hmm. like there's in the tra- the japanese trailer for the movie and in fact one of the posters for the movie got king kong is swinging godzilla by his tail like in a cartoonish like warner brothers style fashion they cut that out of the american version hmm. they cut the fun out of the movie <laughs> fuck you so i might buy it just for that um, You'll buy it. I'll, yeah, I'm going to
1: buy it. I don't know it. why you're saying I might buy it. You're going to buy it. <laughs> I'm I already know it, you're going to buy
0: it. I know, I know. Beside that, though, we have an Arrow release of An American Werewolf in London. With an
1: awesome cover. That
0: is a fucking spectacular cover. Really good uh, cover. John Landis. Uh, my dad, being a dad, uh, made me watch this movie when I was very young. Probably like 11, 12. Uh, I loved it. I still love this movie. In fact, I saw it on Prime uh amazon prime like mm, it's last... been on there for a while yeah yeah and i was like i might need to re-watch this
1: i own it actually on my uh prime good for you yeah
0: no i mean rick baker's effects the soundtrack the humor mm-hmm. john landis has a gift for humor um, He he knows how to plant his tongue in his cheek
1: it's a lot of fun is this the blob you were talking about by the way
0: god damn it yes it is
1: yeah how bad do you want that? Look at that cover. Ugh. That cover is popping.
0: It's a great ass cover, but so I was telling Kyle off air today um, that I've been having recurring nightmares about a blob. And I was telling him that I've seen this movie, The Blob from 1988. Um and it I don't think it's a particularly horrifying film or anything. It just has a couple of moments that I can't I can't deal with. Like, mm. it, it just really gets under my skin and makes me really uncomfortable. And in fact, I was telling him I was watching a video review for the movie that had clips from the movie from from a source that I really appreciate and, you know, consume all of their content religiously. And I ended up watching the video not watching the video. I ended up putting it like putting the audio on and then going and doing chores cuz I just I knew they were going to play some clips from the movie that I didn't want to see and I didn't I kept myself from seeing them. But I've told Kyle he he should watch this because I, I think, from an effects standpoint, like nothing else, just from purely from the effects standpoint, I think you'd really like it. But I don't know what it is. I can't do blobs. Blobs freak me the fuck out. Uh, yeah. Kevin Dillon's hair in it is spectacular, by the way. <clears throat> uh, he's got his soul glowing. Soul glow all the way down his back.
1: <laughs> we got some uh, some 4K releases of It's a Wonderful Life. A little early for that, in my opinion, but that's fine.
0: Yeah, October 29th? Are you
1: kidding me? Yeah, it's too early. A Wizard of Oz. Uh, the Devil Rides Out, which I nearly bought one. That was going to be a blind buy. Uh, really? Christopher Lee. Um, Ooh. Yeah. Um, uh, I almost bought that. Uh, co- how do you say this? Kundun. Kundun. I didn't know that was a Martin Scorsese picture. I wouldn't watch that normally, because nothing about this looks interesting. It's good. Um, it's very good. Well, it's a Martin Scorsese film, so yeah, I, obviously it's good. <laughs> it's good. Um, a few things here: Ringu Collection,
0: also an Arrow release. Yeah. That'd be, I think, three movies. Ring Zero being one of them.
1: What the fuck? Yeah, Red Heat. Arnold Schwarzenegger and Jim Belushi. James Belushi. Uh, in a 4K release of Who Red Who
0: asked Heat. for that.
1: No, nobody. Maybe no. Jim
0: Belushi contacted the distributor and was like, hey, can you, like, put out my movie Terminator. in 4K?
1: Terminator. That's oh, the, yeah. That's the only reason why it would be out.
0: Yeah, I keep forgetting that's happening.
1: Yeah. He's right. all over that. He's all over that trailer. How, how too. are
0: you feeling about that Terminator I, dark Absolutely
1: thing? not. I, I'll, I'll watch it in the theater because, I mean, it would be kind of fun to see. But if I, if I miss it in the theater, I will never, I will die never watching that movie.
0: Yeah. I. I'm sorry, I have no hype for Terminator Dark Fate. I would not care less. Yeah, I have no hype for it, I'm sorry.
1: Salvation was fine, it wasn't good, but it was fine, and that's all I needed, I was done after that. Genesis is or shit. So bad. So bad. Um, Mr. 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 Nice guy.
0: guy. That is a Jackie Chan movie shot in Australia. Um, It's a decent one, I think Samuel Hung directed it, he also has a fun recurring cameo in it, as a as a bicycle rider, that a rotund uh, bike rider, that keeps getting beat up throughout the movie um if i'm right uh this is actually like an extended cut of the film that i've never seen um i don't know if there's anything worthwhile in there Uh, this was like a a minor jackie chan movie it's not amazing it has a funny plot though where he's like a a tv chef that is known as like the friendly chef that sounds like fun yeah and he gets embroiled in like some plot and has to Punch. Punch people and then run away saying,
1: "I don't want any trouble." I don't want any trouble.
0: I don't want any trouble. And then he has to. I don't think he. I don't think he has an uncle in that movie though.
1: Usually that's his go-to. I don't want any trouble and uncle. 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 Kill my uncle. Um. Not much else. We do have the the TV series of Charlie's Angels. So we're
0: really hitting it hard.
1: Man of a Thousand Faces. Uh. This Lon, guess, Lon Chaney. Nice. Yeah. Documentary. Yeah. I would
0: watch that. Yeah.
1: Uh. But from 1957. Oh. Right.
0: What? Maybe. Nope.
1: Well, that's clearly because that is Lon Chaney as the Phantom of the Opera. Uh, so it, it's and these are, I'm guessing, other.
0: Well, he may have passed by then because yeah. Lon Chaney Jr. was in the spotlight in the '40s. He did um, Wolfman. Wolfman. Yeah. No, yeah. Lon Chaney Jr. was like a he was a thing in the '40s. So by '57, Lon Chaney was maybe dead already. I would assume.
1: I mean, he was this. He was a silent film era.
0: Yeah. No. He, Could- I mean, he's a titan
1: of the industry. Um a bunch of who could give a f- Berserker I oh we're actually in uh, we're almost done okay um Berserker I've heard about I, I think I've clicked on it as like a potential like old horror movie uh here's something we haven't seen in a while is uh that that thin line between horror and porn yeah <laughs> um, this <the laughs> that de- is a title yeah the de- by leth, the demon of incest oof yeah. Pa, what is this?
0: Paganini, Paganini, Paganini Horror from 1989. That, that that's
1: is a bitchin' cover. That's a bitchin' cover. That would trick me into watching it. Uh, let's see what this is. 82 minutes. That's nice. <laughs> uh,
0: it looks definitely Italian. I mean, nah, the, t- the title would tell you that. Yeah, Luigi But the uh, plot summary here is, When a female rock band use an infamous old piece of sheet music to record their new album in an old mansion, they accidentally open a portal to hell. Uh,
1: yeah. Uh, cool cover. Probably not as good as the cover. I think I'm gonna watch the Evil Dead part, the Evil Dead Two tonight, because it's it's getting to that time, and I'm gonna save Evil Dead One for later in the well,
0: month. If all goes according to plan, I'll probably be rewatching John Wick Three mm. and or uh, catching up on Spider Man. Oh, there you um, go, because I am curious about that. I have owned it for a couple weeks now.
1: Satan Slave is also one. I think it's a. I don't think it's a Christopher Lee, but it came up with that um with that other one. <laughs> Uh, that's definitely on my list as well. Look like a kind of a fun one.
0: Okay. Oh, Night Beast. Sorry. What got Got to grind things to a halt cuz we got Night Beast. Go, oh, god it. We got Night Beast. Oh. Night Beast. Um so Night Beast is terrible. It's a Don Doler film. Um I need to see it. <laughs> Long story short, I need to see it. <laughs> um
1: Oh, Bruce. Mm-hmm. Bruce Willis. Stop doing Michael Chiklis oh that doesn't look like him no michael
0: chiklis doesn't have eyebrows no that person looks slimmer in the cheeks and they have eyebrows it's a bad photoshop michael chiklis and bruce willis so bald people bald guy action movie yeah i mean i guess that's a sub there's a mark oh there's a market for that (laughs) um message from space galactic wars um i might buy this so this is a Japanese sci-fi television show from the or from the late 70s. So this would be in the wake of Star Wars. Oh, so Japanese Star Wars, gotcha. like pale imitation of Star Wars. Um, but this fella here, I'm uh, struggling to remember his name. goddammit. damn it. Um, But the star of Oh Hiro Sanada. Uh, I've brought him up countless times on the mm-hmm. show. Uh, he was in Avengers Endgame. Yeah, and, I know who he is. Yeah, you know who he is. Uh, he was one of sunny chiba's like uh understudies mm-hmm. or like like padawan learners <laughs> and uh he was in a few of his movies and uh in fact he's he's the star of the show uh, i like him uh, he became like the equivalent to multi japanese oscar winners so he's he's a talent and also he has legit martial arts ability so i would watch that
1: goblin slayer looks kind of cool
0: goblin slayer i've heard really good things about Interesting. that's an anime um, and cool. this is the main character. Um, apparently, he's a grim, dark character that never takes off his helmet, much like Judge Dredd is okay. supposed to be. Um, it's like a medieval fantasy show that is very dark, like brutal and dark. I've heard it's very, very good. So, that's an anime that I actually know a little something about. <laughs> um, moving on down, though, uh, somebody cares about this Plagers movie. That looks pretty stupid. 10th anniversary special edition from 2008. Um, huh. Yeah. <laughs> huh. Yeah. <laughs> somebody clearly huh. cares, cares about it because they're putting out a 10th anniversary of it. Uh, and somebody designed the cover lovingly, but I am sorry. I can't care less about no. it. Um, no, no, no. Got shit ton more anime, including Senan Kagura, which is all about boobs. It's an entire franchise about boobs. Gotcha. Um, Ooh, Ayakashi Samurai Horror Trilogy um, I don't know this but cover art is pretty cool mm-hmm. uh, more Japanese animation don't know if it's good but cover art's good so maybe I'll look it up after we're off there um, and I think that might bring the month to a close
1: oh uh, yeah the American Holocaust whatever the hell that is Spell. wrong
0: yeah this <laughs> is from 2013. It's uh, interesting cover. Yeah. Um, All right. So Kyle, uh, I'm no doubt probably going to end up buying Godzilla. 100. percent Yeah. Um, if you if you buy the blob and like slip it under my door, I'm going to be very upset. <laughs> so, <laughs> so don't do that. Um, going back through here, anything else?
1: Hacks on, I'm going to buy. Yeah. And I criterion. really I really like that cover, so I might actually get this this um this criterion release of it because i really like that cover art and i'm excited to watch it it's
0: been on your list for a while yeah
1: um other than that i don't think there's any that i would really need uh really for me purchasing a a blu-ray is i need something visual like i need like something visually enticing for me to actually care about yeah um and this is one that i would very much would like to see in in a good good resolution a lot of of rental
0: opportunities for me this oh yeah very much i'll i'll rent uh, the Lion King. Mm-hmm. I'll rent Stuber. Uh, I might even rent Three from Hell.
1: I might rent Crawl, honestly. I'm
0: definitely renting Crawl. Uh, in fact, I might do that like next week. <laughs> um, we might
1: be able to get that under the wire. We might have to do an episode on it. Just yeah, if it's good,
0: why not? Um, Midsummer. Midsummer,
1: a hundred percent. I'm gonna watch. Um... Within this weekend, I'm going to watch it. I
0: mean, it comes to physical media next week,
1: I'm, I, so, but you can rent it digitally gonna say, right now. I'm going to have to fly back to North Carolina at some point. I would rather just buy it there and not risk breaking it on the way over or having to pay to ship it. There
0: you go. Um, Death and Return of Superman, I have a feeling I'm going to buy that. Um, also, we didn't mention it, but The Gangster, The Cop, and The Devil, uh, I'll probably end up buying that. It's a Korean
1: crime drama. And oh, they
0: do crime dramas, man.
1: Driven. Driven the uh, the DeLorean the DeLorean movie it looks like it might be kind of fun.
0: Yeah, if you can rent that maybe.
1: Um, if I hadn't just watched The Shining, I would probably be watching The Shining tonight.
0: Yeah, uh, you just... gotta get yourself a 4K TV so you can get your Primo Primo uh, Kubrick. Yeah. Um, and then of course I already own both The Addams Family uh, two pack and Spider-Man Far From Home, uh, which I'll probably end up watching tonight. Uh see so, ya. Yeah. Big month for physical media releases. Uh, Surprisingly big. Um, That being said, I think we're out of steam here. So uh, thanks for joining us. Uh, Tune in next time.